0: The stars at night are big and bright, deep, deep in the heart of hockey. hockey. This is September 1st, oh my gosh, <laughs> and it's our 40th podcast? Is it? I, we, we forgot to look. We didn't look it up. We didn't oh, look no. it up at all. Technical Fibler, error. Fibler. Technical error. I'm Carolyn. <laughs> I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey. We think. We're probably sure that it is deep in the heart of hockey, and we definitely have a podcast. Number unknown. I'm fairly confident it's 40. Well, your rainbow chart master posts have gotten in the way. I put little green uh, It is 39. Uh, I was so close. So close. It would have been great if it had been the 40. And hey, the last one we talked about was Jimmy Vesey, who we can now report is playing for the Rangers. God rest his soul. Update. Update Jimmy V C Signs with Rangers. You guys already knew that. Yeah, I should hope you already knew that. I it. mean probably. Like, there cared. was like one piece of hockey news in the last two weeks. But that's a lie. There were two pieces of hockey news in the last two weeks. The first one being Jimmy VC signing with the Rangers. And the second being that Yuri Hoodler signed with the Stars. Also Scott Gomez retired. Okay, that happened today. Which is part of the last two weeks. I know, but like Yes. Okay. Your, Yuri Hitler became a star. Yay! Yay! I mean, it's an odd signing for me, but yay! I, it was a two million one one-year contract, so I can't have a, like, I don't have a hard time with it at all. No, know? I don't have a hard time with it. It is a little bit of an odd signing in that... It doesn't address any of the problems. Well, I really feel like there's only one glaring problem. In our goaltending. In our goaltending. And so I... Don't really expect that to be addressed through free agent signings in the first place. No, no. And so, like, I just... When it when the Yuri Hudler thing happened, I felt sure that it was, like, the start of something else that was going to happen for, like, may, you know, the start of a trade, maybe. The start mm-hmm. of, like, some, like, wacky thing with maybe finally getting Ben Bishop here or, as was reported early in the summer, potentially shopping... Bigger names, but like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I it's just it's so it's a strange signing because like, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not fussing about it. it's just like we already had depth. Yeah, and we already had like people fighting for top six spots. So like, what's Gary Hedler gonna do? I mean, in particular. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm just confused by it. I mean, I think of all the Dallas Starsy things to do, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> not address the goaltending. <laughs> sign another forward. Awesome. <laughs> Fucking done. Done. <laughs> Off season one. <laughs> I trust and I trust Jim Nil. I do. I know that it's hard to come into a situation where we already had a a, a goalie signed on for a shit ton of money to try to figure out how to make this better. And I you know, if if the if the listen, people keep saying that having two starters was a failure. But I say we got farther in the off season than we otherwise would have. And yes, if we'd had better goaltending we might not have lost to the blues. But also if our forwards had been able to fucking solve Jake Allen, we also would not have lost to the blues. Yeah. So it was everybody's problem, really. Yes. And our two, like, number one goaltending duos still got us first in the West. So, like, I honestly... I Yeah, our goal ten- our goals against average sucked. Yeah, like, all of that was not amazing. But our strengths more than made up for our weaknesses in a lot of areas until they didn't. It's only a problem when it doesn't work. Right? And, and, and I'm in this... I'm of the same boat, like... I'm comfortable going into the season where we are. Mm-hmm. So it's basically what we did last year. Yep. And if we get the same level of play from everybody, we could probably have very similar results. Yeah. <laughs> Which were good. <laughs> yeah. And, and if, if... I mean, let's just put it this way. If we win one more round every year, we'll win a Stanley Cup in the next three years. Yeah, which is fine with me. Yeah, I'm like, um, I'm cool with that. You know, that's that's on our plan. Um, I do think we actually have a little bit shorter timeline. I think it's the next two years because then you hit the Tyler Sagan extension, and that's gonna f- fuck some shit up. But because <laughs> Jamie Penn's extension is, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's already gonna know, be fucking it's, shit it's, up. It's gonna it's gonna squeeze a bit. Jamie Benn is gonna squeeze a bit. But when when you have Jamie ben <laughs> that's and- that's what she said. <laughs> Come on. Did you hear what you said? I don't regret it. (laughs) Uh, But when you have Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan making the same amount of money, then you're in a Blackhawk situation. What up, Chicago? Right, yeah. Then you're in Chicago, Chicago situation with a little bit better cap, because... We'll see. Although, I have to say, like... I feel like we're in a better position than Chicago because Chicago has those sacred players that nobody will get rid of. Yeah. Like, and Brent and they've been... Brent Seabrook. Like Brent Seabrook. I mean, like, and I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying that there's not a reason that they are where they are and that they're not, like, Brent Seabrook aside, Duncan Keith, Jonathan Taze, Patrick Kane, I wouldn't have gotten rid of it. Patrick Kane, maybe, but that's a but for non-hockey, non-hockey right, hockey reasons. reasons. For hockey reasons, I wouldn't have gotten rid of any three of those. But, like, they're having to sacrifice young talent now to hang on to these sacred cows that they've got, and, like... And, first and foremost, we're the only team allowed to have sacred cow, and we know who it is. Jamie Benn. Jomu Bone! <laughs> it's in the name. Jomu! <laughs> Sorry, I'm done now. Are you really? No! I've never done! <laughs> okay, anyway, so, yeah, I mean, you've got that problem in Chicago, and that's not a problem that we have here, except, because, I mean, we've already traded our number one defenseman last year, you yeah. know? Like, we've already gotten rid of a lot of people, and it, we would get rid of our goaltender if we could. Yeah. The only people that we are not going to get rid of with very good reason are Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan. And Klingberg. And Klingberg, with another, again, with very good reason. Yeah. But I really feel like, I really feel like Jim Nill is not one to not sacrifice somebody that he thinks is not going to perform better than somebody else. Yes, I agree. Which I, think. I don't think is the case in Chicago right now. No, I agree, because... Well, yes, I do. Yes and no. I think, it was funny, because I was, I was, um, doing a little exercise you know, for uh, the Las Vegas expansion thing. And I was playing around with the Gen- General Fanager app because they've got this really cool little app where you can go through and select who you think is going to be protected by each team and then you can go through and draft your own Las Vegas Flamingos team. And I got to the Blackhawks and the Blackhawks already have... How nice of Craig Customs to come up with a name that we can call them. I know, right? Uh, so I got to the Blackhawks. They already have four no-move clauses on their team. Uh-huh. Which means, sorry, they have three, and it says three of them are forwards. They have five, I think, actually. Three forwards and two defensemen. So, oh gosh, I have to look it up. But the point was, I would, no, they had four forwards already. Oh my god. Sorry, they had four forwards already. If you've got, you can you can either protect seven forwards and three defensemen, or you can protect four and four. And it was to the point where I was like, okay, do they protect two of their other, you know, defensemen they have, because they've got basically no one on defense, like that was one of their main problems last year, or do they protect some of these guys they just gave extensions to, like Marcus Krueger? and things like that like do they protect their young forwards and i was like and i was specifically thinking of kruger because i know he just got an extension Mm -hmm. and i was like no stan stan bowman is gonna like fucking shank him in the back like that's definitely Mm happening he's protecting his like one defensive prospect that he's got and like see you later krugs like nice to know you that's it you're done Because but Kruger's not part of the sacred cow core. He's not part of the sacred cow core, but he. But although Bowman, Bowman has a heart, has a reputation, or not a reputation, but just even just like straight up has done this that he signs people to contracts and then trades them the next. Oh day. sure, which is like I was honestly very surprised when Patrick Sharp came to Dallas because I thought he was part of that. Yeah. Like, so I mean, I think yes, yes, technically, I think the the the, the Hawks have a core. But once you get beyond Kane, Taves, and Keith, I think that definition and of Seabrook core, No, I think Seabrook could be on the table. I think Seabrook is on the I table. I think he, I think he, I don't think that they're going to try to lose him to a draft. Well, I, no, he has a no movement clause. He's not going to be, they're right, not going to worry okay. about that. Well, I don't, if he were on the table, you don't think they would have gotten rid of him the last couple of years when he hasn't been as useful to the team? No, I think he, they, I think, well, I mean, it depends on what they were going to get back though, right? Like they're, they're in such a cap's crunch space that like, if they're not getting what they want, they'll just keep him instead. And yes, again, if they had lost of Seabrook last year, even though he wasn't particularly useful, they'd still have like three defense, you know, instead of four. Mm-hmm. So at the very least he was playing minutes <laughs> Even if they weren't the best men he could have yeah. played in his life. I don't know. But I, do, I think I would not be surprised if UC Seabrook traded soon. Because he's got a big fucking contract. He committed. does. I, w- I would still be surprised. I, I don't... Don't trust Stan Bowman further than you can throw him when it comes to managing the Blackhawks cap. I don't trust any GM ever. Except him, nil no. Probably not a bad way to go about your business. I... I have seen way too many GMs make absolutely batshit fucking crazy decisions. I'm not... I don't trust Well, and either. that's my thing, is I don't think that would be a batshit crazy... I think that's my thing, is, like, I think... I, think I don't Stan- think it would be... I, I don't think it would be crazy for him to to trade Siebert because I think it would be a very good idea, because every other team is going to overvalue him. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if Stan Bowman were really definitely going to do it, I feel like he probably would have already done it, because he's already in cap... In, a, in, a, in having cap problems. Like... But, see, but Seabrook's new contract, the one that's really going to fuck them, hasn't kicked in yet. Okay. But it's coming, is all I'm saying. Like, I'm just saying, like... Yeah. I just feel like it would have already happened if it were going... If he, if he really were that that dedicated to getting Seabrook out. I, I think he's waiting for the right moment. But Stan, Stan Bowman is a Slytherin. Don't you... Don't you even... I don't know. I don't... He will do it. Yeah. Um. We her scroll down into questions no i know i know um but we do actually have a Yuri hoodler question (laughs) back to what started this conversation uh (laughs) it became a a blackhawks podcast for a minute there For a minute there um so billy asks who do you think you should be on the penalty kill this year and do you think hoodler makes it onto the first power play unit to give it another lefty uh we did actually double check everybody from the first power play unit uh last season, which was Klingberg, a righty, uh Sagan, Spezza, Sharp, all righties, and then Jamie Ben. <laughs> Can you tell them which of those that I knew for sure? <laughs> Can we guess in one in one particular direction? <laughs> but let's guess which one. Marin knew for sure, and then you'll be probably right. <laughs> Jamie van <laughs> uh, shoots left. I knew Klingberg. I knew Klingberg for sure. So uh, that's not surprising either, is it? No, no, no one's surprised. Uh, but I was actually surprised that with the emphasis on handedness that Neil has on his defense core, like. Making sure that he's always got a left-right pair until you get to that third pair where he's like, "Okay, who doesn't care?" They play twelve minutes a night. Yeah. Um, he prefers to have a left-righty, but he doesn't give a shit. Um, I was really shocked actually at how I was like, "Wait, that's that's four right-handed uh, a shit ton people. of forwards that <laughs> um, are right-handed." Yeah, no, it's true. That said, do I think Hoodler get, makes it onto the first power play unit just to give it another lefty? No. 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 I think it. if he does that... If he makes it onto the first power playing unit, it's because they're not working. Yeah. But we worked pretty well last year. Mm-hmm. And, like, so it'll be one of those things. I do think he'll be on the second unit, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that could work out pretty well. Patrick Eves, also a righty. We looked him up, because sometimes he rotates into that first unit. Uh, so that's really... No, I don't think, I don't think Hoodler makes it onto the first power play unit with regularity unless something goes wrong. As far as the penalty kill this year, um, you're gonna see a lot of Foxa, uh, honestly? I honestly wouldn't change. You'll see a lot of Eakin and a lot of Foxa and a lot of Roussel. I wouldn't change much about what we had last season. Well, we lost all our defensemen that played on the penalty kill. Right, among the forwards I meant. Well, we lost Sevier, who played a lot. And we lost Fiddler, who played a lot on the penalty Were they year. on the first PK unit, though? Uh, but C- uh, Fiddler was, yeah. Mm. For sure, Fiddler was. Um, well, then Dan Hamhuis, I would put him up there. Yep, he would definitely work on there. Um, and then you'll see a lot of Oduya, just like normal. And those two will probably be your main defense on there. And I would assume that Eakin and um, Foxa, Foxa. Eakin yeah. and Foxa will probably be your main Forwards. yeah oh yeah yeah on your so. penalty kill and beyond that it's gonna be like you know if the some of the young guys like Mackenzie or richie get up there i bet you anything that you probably get a get a look on the pk especially mckenzie um but beyond that i don't i mean roussel is, kills penalties frequently Mm-hmm. so you'll see we'll see we'll see there'd be there's gonna be some interesting interesting depth Questions coming for the stars in this year. I don't make training camp interesting for sure. Yeah, that's one thing I am looking forward to. If uh, you go. We don't know if I'm going to be able to go yet. One of the other questions that came up when we were browsing for stars topics this week was um, what to do with Cody Eakin. <laughs> Put him... <laughs> Front line, first line. First center. line center, Cody Egan. First line center, Cody Egan. Let's do that again, because that worked so well in the playoffs. Uh God. So here's my thing about Cody Egan is he's really a really, really good third line center. And he's fine on the top line. Like he's not But you want better than fine. That's the problem. He's, like, he's he's one of those guys who's, like, okay, Tyler Sagan gets injured. At least we've got a guy who can handle first-line center. Like, he's not, like, going to excel, but he's not going to, like, kill your production either. I can't wait to go to hockey games again. Right? Right? Mm. <sighs> I have missed the arena. Yeah. I'm so glad I have tickets for October. Um. So... Sorry, Egan, though. I just got, I got distracted by how much I miss watching hockey. <laughs> I, what to do with, and that's the thing next year is, like, so even if, so, so let's, you know, obviously Sagan's back, gonna be healthy, uh, assumed. Do we put him back at center, though? Yeah, that's the question. So if you put Sagan back at center, on the first line, and then you've got Spezza at center in the second line, like, last year, and then do you keep Foxa on that third line where he excelled with Ruslan and Hemsky? Like, do you assume that they will get back together? Because I would do it. They would at least see how it goes. And we're not even- Well, in then the- where are you putting in Hoodler? is not a center, though. Well, I know, but I just meant where in the li- lineup are you putting Hoodler? Hey, that's a good question. Because what you should do is put Hoodler with- and Hemsky and have the checking line! That would be the best option. That is the A-plus option. Um, but they've, I think they already... But then what would you do with Eakin? But Eakin then would slot to the fourth line center which would probably make him the most expensive fourth line center in the league. Yeah. And see, honestly, he's not... He's not a fourth liner. He's not a fourth liner. He's actually quite good, but it would give you at least some flexibility there to kind I of... I tell you what you do with Cody Eakin. You package him with other things and one of our goalies and send him to New York and say, hey, will you please give us a no <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do with Cody Eakin. You say, you are excessively ginger, but also super- superfluous at this point because we need our checking line. Go. <laughs> Well, I think Kudler's also slated for a top, top six spot. Like, that's what Nil was saying when he got him. And so then, Which what do you... put well, Yeah. So then, what do you do with either Janmark or Nachushkin? And if you put Nachushkin back in the bottom six again, can you really expect him to step forward? You package Nachushkin's <laughs> rights up <laughs> with Cody Eaton? <laughs> Maybe a prospect or two, and one of our goaltenders, and you send them to New York for Henrik Lundqvist. for Henrik Lundqvist, as was suggested back in May on the hockey news. <laughs> I found it the other day. I was really? Like, oh, really? You suggested this. That's perfect. Let's do this. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. I well, like- it showed up on defending Big D earlier and then everybody was like, Where did this rumor come from? So then we were like, Well, here are these links from back in May where people suggested we should go after Henrik don't Um, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But Cody Eakin is really kind of the odd man out at this point. Like he he's, is. He's, yeah, he's for a, sure a good and above average bottom line center he doesn't do that great in the top six or bottom six center and he doesn't do that great in the top six but he's certainly not the worst person i've ever seen in the top six and so it's like he's one of those he's in a weird spot in the first place Mm -hmm, because he's too good not good enough exactly and so then you put in all this extra depth that probably should be in front of him because they excel at their actual roles yep and then he gets somehow bumped even further down the line and that's no good either. No. <laughs> then you're just underusing him. So basically, he doesn't fit into our team anymore is what I hear you saying. I don't see I don't see how. Yeah. I don't see how. No, I don't either. I completely agree. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. Just like Brent Seabrook. There is a person that I would not be surprised to see go yeah. after signing after starting their big new contract. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody Egan. It's nothing. It's not you. no. Well, it's, it's not just you. like with with it's like with Trevor Daly. I don't dislike Trevor Daly. He was not working for the stars. Yes. And I am happy as all fucking get out that he won the cup this summer and got to lift it so his mom could see it. If it wasn't gonna be with us, I'm glad it. I'm was- glad. Well, and if it wasn't going to be with us, I'm glad it was not with the Pens, which is another organization I feel like I'm okay liking. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, so because the Pens have a lot of players that I, st- they have Phil Kessel, and holy crap, how happy I am I that Phil Kessel had his redemption story literally this season that he's right. Written. It was amazing. Anyway, so so good. Yeah, we've already talked about that, though. Let's go on to goaltending, which we already kind of touched on. Oh, do we have to talk about goaltending? I mean, we don't really. We've already talked about it. What do we think about the season if nothing changes? Obviously, we are in the camp that we will be fine. Um, We'll be fine at least for a little while. But I do think something changes. I think something changes. I absolutely think I would be changes. really surprised if throughout the course of the entire season, we go into the postseason with both Lettinen and Niemi again. Yeah. I would, too. I would I'd be, be shocked. very shocked. Mm-hmm, I would, too. But, um, do we think something is going to change with the goaltending? Yes, we both think something is going to change with the goaltending. We, but we would also, we're not crying about the sky falling if it happens that we start the season with these guys. Yeah. No, I think I'm not going to get nervous about it until the trade deadline. Not going to lie. Like, I I don't think we're... I, our goaltending didn't hold us back from winning regular season games last year. No. It didn't hold us back from the first round of the postseason either. No. And, you know, it definitely was kind of touch and go there, even in the, the first round of the postseason. But at the same time, like... <sighs> It, the goaltending didn't become a problem until it was a high pressure situation. Mm-hmm. I think we're a good enough team that the regular season is never going to be that high pressure team. High mm-hmm. pressure for us, and people are talking like our blue line is some sort of issue, and I'm just like, guys, no. Like Stephen John's, like I, I just love. Li- I can't. I shouldn't read articles about Dallas by people who don't follow Dallas. Like, national media, it, like, there was an article today about the, uh, top ten prospects in every system. hmm And they had a line in there about Stephen Johns and how he wasn't quite NHL-ready. And I was like, that's fucking news to me because I watched him the entire playoffs and he looked quite good to me! Like, I mean, he had a couple rookie mistakes here and there, which... You know, I was not surprised by, but I wasn't also like, no, this guy needs to go back to the minors, bench him immediately. That is the dumbest. I was like, really? This Were car- you watching? No. He what? obviously was not watching. What? And oh. it was one of those things where it's just like, okay, so first and foremost, we know for a fact our two first two pairs are going to be Dan the Dan the Defense Man and John Klingberg, hmm That's pair number one. That's happening. That is going to happen. Like, I don't care what you think else could happen, but that is what will happen. I like that it's Dan Dan, the defense man. You came up with that. I did, and I forgot that I did, and now I'm patting myself on the back again. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> and then the second pair is going to be Johnny Oduya and Stephen Johns. It's going to be all Johns all the time. And that's going to be our second pair. Like, if you're worried about the Dallas defense, then what you're worried about is, is the, the third, third pair line. that and gets 15 cares? minutes a night. If that. If that. So, like, fucking chill your shit, people. <laughs> Our defense is gonna be fine. Yeah. It's not going to change from what we did last yeah, year. Somebody who does follow the stars was like, all Jim Neal did with the defense this year is let it get worse. Because Jason Demers locked. Like, and I, I like, like Jason Demers. I like Jason Demers. But, like, he didn't work as well without Jordy Ben on the third pair. And, like, he's not better than Dan used who we did get. So, what do you mean all we did was let the and he's defense not, get worse? He's not significantly better than what Stephen Johns could be. Yeah. So, I think it's ridiculous to say that all Jim Nil did was let the defense get worse. Because that is 100% not factual. And... You've probably got, my guess going out of camp is that you've probably got Ben and Asa Lindell. And Asa Lindell is going to be a good defenseman. hmm Like, he's just projects really high. And the guy the guy who wrote this article um, for ESPN was just talking about how well Johns isn't NHL ready and Asa Lindell is really the one to watch out for. And I'm like, okay, but both. We have both. Yeah. We can use you're, both. You're wrong about Stephen Johns, first of all. And second of all, we already have both of them in the system. Wait, well, he was, like, acting like there was only spot for one or the other. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Both. Yeah. Stephen Jones is going to be on our second pairing, so whatever, buddy. Like, (laughs) Like, Everything that you're saying is wrong. (laughs) Everything that you think is wrong. Just chill your shit, guys. Our defense is going to be fine. And what they really mean by saying the Dallas defense isn't good is that they don't like the system that Dallas plays, which allows a lot of high danger shots against. Because what we try to do is attack high so we can force a turnover and get out of the zone quickly. That's what we do. That's our system. We get out of the zone as fast as possible. It causes a lot of risk taking. Oftentimes this does mean that we let a lot of high danger chances in. But place. you know what that means? That means we don't play fucking boring trap hockey. Hello, Nashville and Minnesota. We yeah. play fun, fun hockey. And it also means that we can score a lot of goals, which, which is why we you like do, us. which we do. Sure we allow goals against, but as long as we don't allow more than three, we're probably gonna be fine. <laughs> that is the rule of thumb! <laughs> yeah three goals or less and we can win any game it's true and it's gonna be the true next year too it's gonna it's probably gonna be true as long as these people are in charge of the stars (laughs) so get used to it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah Uh, I just and you know what's really awesome is that like the Penguins basically under Mike Sullivan started playing the same exact damn hockey they did they just had better goaltending. <laughs> that is also true. That is also true. So it's like, oh, well, the Stars' defense is awful, but the Penguins' defense, look at how good they are in transition. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. No. No. I mean, it's not untrue, right? The Penguins' defense is really good in transition, but the reason you're not bitching about them being bad is because they, they have, have goaltending. Goaltending to back it up. Yeah. Oh, that's true. What did you want to talk about with training camp? Um. So... We got a not really reader question, uh, but Marin's roommate Mary was like, hey, don't forget if there's going to be any sort of training camp meetup. And I was like, wait, our schedules have been really off and I might not even be here for training camp, so let's talk about training camp now. All right. Um, So first and foremost, the Stars training camp is going to be in Cedar Park. Again. Again, just like it was last year from... 922 through, I believe, 925, which is that Sunday. Last year, they had a session on Monday, but I I didn't take it off and none of us went. I don't think they did. I don't think they are this year, but that okay. could be wrong. But, um, you can check. I think it's on the STARS website. Anyway. Yeah. Um, they are doing, again, their green and white scrimmage on Saturday. Saturday um, or Sunday? I'm pretty sure it's on Saturday. Okay. But again, all on the website. Right. I mean, we'll link to the website in the t- podcast. Um... Who are you most excited? So, one thing this year is that, obviously, everybody who's going to the World Cup of Hockey is not going to be at training camp. You know who's not going to the World Cup of Hockey? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Jamie Benn is not going to the World Cup of Hockey, which means he will be going to training camp. Who, Other than Jamie Benn, is there anyone you're excited about seeing what? at training camp? I mean, I'm excited about seeing how... I mean, I have never paid attention to Dan Hamus and Yuri Hoodler playing, so mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how they fit into our system where they Well, I think Hoodler's going to He's going to yeah, he's going to World Cup of Hockey. I just met in general in Okay. Yeah. Because he's on the He's, he's on, on the check, check team. team. Um but I'm excited to see with um, Roddick Fox and Alashemsky. Checking line. Checking line. I you know, I'm I'm excited to see Jamie Venn. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see, like, the, the, our little prospects whose names I sometimes don't even remember all the time. Um, I want to see how Honka's been doing, because I didn't really make it out to the Cedar Park Center that much. This... Mm-hmm. Well, now it's the HEB Center. Yeah. I didn't make it out to Texas Stars games that often, other than the time that I bought Backman's jersey. So hopefully Backman plays well in... Training camp, too. Training camp, too. Um, but, you know, I'm just... I'm. A, I don't have anybody in particular that I'm watching out for. I just want to see how the defense works together. That's really what I'm looking I for. I just want to see. I want to see what pairings they're doing. I mean, even though not everybody's going to be there, I just want to see. Actually, I think all of the defenders, other than Johnny O'Dea are going to be there. Johnny Odea is playing in the World Cup of Hockey, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's the only one, though, um, of our I, entire defense. He's the only one going to leave. I cannot believe they didn't. Whatever. You know what it means? It means that he's not going to be injured. Thank God. He's not. John Klingberg will not get injured in the World Cup of Hockey. That's all that that means. I know. I want to. I want to go behind Sagan and wrap him in bubble like, I know. Please do not go whole hog for this exhibition game, sir. Nobody cares about the World Cup of Hockey! Did you see that Henrik Zetterberg pulled out of the World Cup of Hockey today, too? No. Yeah. That's amazing. His knee injury. It was funny because my my news desk person was like, oh, I got this, I'm writing this up, and I found a photo from when he was golfing yesterday. (laughs) 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 That's beautiful. I am just, like... For so many of these There was somebody else Who pulled out recently Where they were like He's got an injury That we're hoping He recovers from Cronwall! That No it was somebody else Duncan Keith Duncan Keith that's one where I was like, really? Because no. you played with eight teeth missing. <laughs> like. No, no, no. They said it was. He was like, oh, well, they, he's wanted, He wants to rehab his injury, and then then somebody questioned. They were like, what injury? And he was like, oh, the the injury he had last October. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, somebody just wants to play more golf before they go back. Somebody does not give a shit about this. (laughs) (laughs) And that person is Duncan Keith. (laughs) Right. I mean, I was saying this on Twitter. I was like, this is really just going to be a try. Like, the only two teams that actually are going to care about this, probably, or three maybe, but really just the two are going to be Team North America. And Team Finland, because they have a lot of really young players who are actually trying to make their Olympic squads. Right. Whereas Team Canada, what are they going to do? Not put fucking Crosby on it? I know. (laughs) Oh, no. What was funny to me was all these people that were getting mad that Sidney Crosby was named captain, I was like, it's the World Cup of Hockey. It means nothing. Right. And you're mad that Sidney Crosby got named over captain of your choice? Like, really bad? Also, first and foremost, if even if they just did it by like most recent Stanley Cups, it's still Sidney Crosby! Right? Like, yeah. They're like, Jonathan Taves is one more. I'm like, not as the captain, A. And B, like, who cares? I don't think Jonathan Taves cares! I don't think he gives a shit. I'm pretty sure he's a Sidney Crosby fanboy, just like the rest of the hockey world. Right? Like, there's probably no one who likes Sidney Crosby more than other players on Team Canada. It is so true. Like it there is, is so no true. one who loves Sidney Crosby more than the people who regularly interact with him. Yeah, may, I mean maybe Gino Malkin, but <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, that's true. <laughs> that's true. There is no one who loves Sidney Crosby more than the members of Team Canada, except <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Malkin. <laughs> yeah, that. There you go. There you go. A single member of Team Russia. <laughs> Crossing international borders just so we can hang out with Sidney Crosby. And new dad. Yeah. Aww. Uh Speaking of Sidney Crosby. Oh, God. I don't <laughs> want to read it. I do want to read it, but I don't want to read it. So, uh, I was looking at topics and I was like, okay, what kind of general shenanigans have gone in the NHL right now? And today, Sidney Crosby uh join the ranks of us bloggers um just fyi sydney this is not a pathway into any sort of actual work remember blogging does not lead to a career in hockey so yeah so you're kind um, of shut out of luck as far as hockey sorry. careers go um yeah you might want to just you know back that up a little bit on your expectations Sid. um back that up <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> That's what John Rule said. (laughs) Uh, Was that John Rule? I feel like I I had that wrong. Doesn't matter. Uh, Anyway, so he put this post out about... uh, On Sports Illustrated, not the Players' Tribune. And I sometimes am like, do you not like the Players' Tribune? Right? Like, did you have a bad experience with a ghostwriter once? Because everybody else does. Um, But he said, the headline is... It's okay to doubt me. Sometimes I even doubt myself. And so we wanted to have a little live on-air experience, um, where oh we're just gonna my god, act- Oh god, I'm already crying! <laughs> Damn it! you just ruined our experience! Alright, I'm not really crying. I feel like I'm about to, though. Go. Our experiment is, how long does it take, while reading this live on podcast, for Marin to actually start crying real tears? Okay, Go. <laughs> I can't read it in Sidney Crosby voice, so you're just going to have to imagine. Okay, okay. (laughs) I can't say there weren't some doubts starting to creep in. When you're in your late 20s with 10 NHL seasons on your legs, and suddenly you're not scoring and your team isn't winning, the little voice inside your head can tell you things you don't want to hear. That was the voice that started talking to me in December. And my lack of production on the ice made it feel like that voice had a point. Almost a quarter of the way through the 2015-16 season, I had only a handful of points, and wherever I was on the list of NHL scoring leaders, it wasn't high. I wasn't playing up to my expectations, but even worse, my failures meant that the team wasn't winning. Nothing we did seemed to work. Offensively, we struggled, and with each frustrating loss, we fell further and further behind the competition. Forget being in the conversation of Stanley Cup favorites. We weren't even in position to qualify for the postseason. As it turned out, I wasn't the only one with doubts either. She's close, guys. After each and every practice and games, reporters were there to remind me things weren't going well. Why aren't you scoring? Why can't the offense get going? Why is a team with so much talent struggling to win? Sure, those kinds of questions always come during a scoring drought, but last year's drought, that was something different. It lasted for three full months, practically the entire regular season. And I didn't have any answers, at least not good answers. Truthfully, I have never been one to seek out what is written and said in the media, good or bad. I'm pretty motivated as it is without needing extra fuel for the fire. The most diehard fan or angry columnist doesn't expect more out of me than I do for, of myself. No matter how much pressure anyone else heaps upon me, I still put more pressure on myself. <laughs> She's done. <laughs> She's done. I think that was what, two minutes? Two and a half minutes? <laughs> Why you he like it? Why is he like it? Oh my god. She was holding on really hard. I was trying so hard. Now I'm crying too, but I'm laughing really hard. Why is he laughing? <laughs> Listen, I have a lot of sitting cross healing feelings. Um. You and everybody else who I've ever seen read this. God, do we want to finish it? I mean, no, I mean, I'm I'm running a little parched here. And right. I, two and a half minutes. That's how long it took. <laughs> With my excellent dramatic audio reader skills, thank you very much. For those following along at home, that was like maybe two scrolls down. Yeah, I <laughs> like, did not have to. That, I mean, that's how long I made it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sidney Crosby makes me feel sad things sometimes and happy things and like I've talked about this sometimes. Like, Connor McDavid is, to me, what Sidney Crosby is to a lot of fans of hockey when he came on the scene, because I know he was really hyped for a long time, and I know he burned a lot of bridges being whiny in his early seasons, but I wasn't a fan of hockey then, and now I am, and now I only see Sidney Crosby after scoring the golden goal at his first Olympics and all of that, and I... Adore him, and I have a lot of feelings about how shitty he was treated in his, in childhood and it makes me cry sometimes when I think about how lonely he must have been, yeah, and like how hard that must have been, and like how he is such good friends with people like Jack Johnson, who like were the only people to stand up for him when that kind of shit was going on, so yeah, sorry, I have a lot of silly cries and feelings, but fuck Connor McDavid. <laughs> He'll probably never cry over that asshole. Uh who's actually by all reports not an asshole, but I cannot deal with him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, not sorry. I'm gonna make you talk more, so I'm gonna go into reader questions. <coughs> Fair enough. Um, so our first topics are going to be all World <laughs> Cup of Hockey again. Sure. Um, so Gray Rain Curtain asks, are you guys going to watch the World Cup of Hockey tournament? I will if it's on TV, mostly because I'm having hockey withdrawals. So the World Cup of Hockey tournament is the one that we have already discussed about how we kind of don't really care too much about it. Um, I like watching hockey, even if it's not not for anything, If I have to go out of my way to pay for some subscription, I'm not going to watch it. But if it's on, like... Well, it's supposed to be on ESPN. So... If it's on... I have ESPN. So if it's on ESPN, I'll I'll watch it there. the good news is, for all of us going through hockey withdrawals, ESPN has the full rights to air all of the World Cup of Hockey games, including the preseason games. So I believe even the... Not preseason. Pre-tournament games. So I believe even the pre-tournament games are going to... um, Well, perfect. I See, I didn't know that because I hadn't looked into it because I didn't care enough. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so yeah, if it's on TV, I will watch it just because I like... I like watching hockey, but I'm not going to go out of my way for it. I'm not going to... I don't care enough to, like, set up my, depending on when the games are scheduled for, set up something at work and watch it at work. I'm probably going to keep watching Star Trek, but, um... Well, you won't have to. I think they're all going to be nighttime games. Well, in that case, if it doesn't cut into something I already have planned, I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, I... am not giving up D&D to watch the World Cup of Hockey. I definitely plan on watching World Cup of Hockey. To be honest, is I'm in a little weird spot, right? So, I, I, I'm a media but editor. But training camp also happens in the middle of the World Hockey Tournament. All training camps happen in the middle. So, I will not be watching on those days, because I will be actually at training camp. And uh, writing up training camp for DVD. Really, honestly, though, I'm in a weird spot, because I'm, in a, I'm a, a media person, right? And, uh-huh. like, so reporting on all hockey news like this has been the deadest fucking offseason like there has been fuck all going on like nothing happening and so it's like, even like... I know, Taylor keeps, like, begging us for content for DVD, and I'm like, I'm sorry, there's just nothing to The stars have done nothing. Nothing. Like, they signed Yuri Hudler, We got, like, a good three days out of that. Out of the one news article, yeah. we got three days, you know? And so, like, I'm like, bring the World Cup of Hockey, I will cover the shit out of this, like, I just need content at this point yeah. in time. So, I mean, I'm gonna go a little bit harder on the World Cup of Hockey than I would normally, just because there's fuck all happening yeah but I mean like just as a fan yeah no don't care whatever. I don't care I don't give a shit whatever. but I'll watch it I'll watch it cause it'll be fun yeah I'm I'm uh straight up rooting for Team North America like straight up well now that Jamie Ben's not on Team Canada I don't really I'm actually not giving a shit Team North America join me okay fine okay that was easy but Connor McDavid's on the team right Yeah, maybe root for Team Finland. (laughs) I love that you're like, yeah, never mind. (laughs) I'm not going to fight that battle with you. (laughs) Yeah, I'll root for Team Finland. That's fine. There you go. Do you want to ask the next question? Sure. Julie asks, why is Team Hot Topic the best team, and what should they use for their anthem? I mean, obviously, they should use something that would be blaring in Hot Topic, so it's probably going to be Nickelback. No, like My Chemical Romance, like for real. Hot Topic? I don't know. I've never, I haven't been in a Hot Topic since the 90s. Oh man. No, they're like super emo, I bet. My vote is 21 Pilots. I think they're going to use a 21 Pilots song for Team North America. Or they're going to do something stupid like the Olympics does and just do the Olympic theme or whatever the World Cup of Hockey theme is. Do you think somebody wrote music for this? I wouldn't doubt it. Gross. There's jobs. Like, that's a job, usually. That's a job. That's a job. All right, cool. Maybe they had, like, an old one from... I mean, this used to be a thing. But my vote is 21 Pilots. I don't know. They can just pick one of those songs, because they all sound the same to me. I really don't like 21 Pilots at all. I honestly don't think I've ever listened to them. Probably better off but actually i know several people who really like 21 pilots so i'm just like i'm like eh. okay so but why are they the best team i'm just really excited because they're not any national like it's just because it's like it's such a for real odd concept that like team north america it's like literally just being like well we they are really so know. excited to represent their age bracket and continent. <laughs> right. It's like, okay. Awesome. Like, I, and, and team, the only thing they really have going for them is the fact that they look like supervillains. And that's why they're the best team, frankly. Is like they're just like straight up full on supervillain aesthetic life. Like the, the Twitter account for Team North America is just straight up like I mean, they just look evil. <laughs> they do. And I'm like Which I'm, is why Connor McDavid looks so strange on that team. And he has enough, like, red in his hair that the orange is going to look so bad. All of it's going to look terrible on him. I know. he That's too severe a color for that. And that boy can't wear that color. No, he's too pasty. Mm. And, but also too red. And also too red. Too pasty and too... Let's trade into the Kings. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they would love it. I'm sure they would. Actually, I don't want that to happen. (laughs) Like, if you don't want good things for the Kings. No. The best thing for it to happen is to have them just stay on the fucking Oilers, because they still haven't (laughs) gotten... And get wasted! (laughs) And they still haven't gotten their heads out their asses. No, they haven't. God, speaking of the Oilers, Taylor Hall going all in on criticizing them has been the best part about this summer. Well, and I think... I thought it was funny. So I read one of the recent recent things that today's Slapshot had up, obviously. Uh, That he was talking about serving time on the Oilers. (laughs) That he served his time. Yeah. But I I felt bad because the last sentence of it was, like, everybody's asking me about the Oilers and no one's asking me about New Jersey. He's like, I'm actually really excited to go play for this team and see what I can do because it's very much a team that's, you know, he was, like, actually, like, straight up, he's kind of excited to play for New Jersey. And they've got a friend of his on it, so he's already got... And so, like, I feel kind of bad because everybody's kind of, I feel like, blowing it a little bit out of proportion of how much he's talking shit, but really they're just only ever giving him the ability to talk No, it's the to talk shit. And he's not, like, turning it down. Don't get not, me wrong. No, he's <laughs> not turning it down. And I think part of that, too, is that, like, it's shocking for all of us that Edmonton pulled this bullshit. Yeah. Because, let's straight up call it what it is, it's bullshit. I feel like it's funny because one of the other things that I I haven't actually read through the interview, uh, but again, on today's Slapshot pimping my own website, uh, <laughs> they put up there was a, a transcript of a Chiarelli interview from like today or yesterday, and. He's literally just saying, I have no regrets. I have no regrets. And I'm just like, you are the dude with no regrets. (laughs) Tattooed on Not a single letter? He's just like, tattooed across his neck. No regrets. No regrets. (laughs) Not a single letter. (laughs) Yep. No, it's true. All right. Next question. Uh, Jen asks, I'm going to see Asa Dell in the USA Finland exhibition game. Definitely going to make a sign. What should be on it? (laughs) I have a really hard time with signs. I don't really make funny ones. I know. I'm trying to think of, like, is there a good. uh, I'm this. Ace's Lindell is not, like, even lending itself to a quick and easy punt. No, it's not. It's really not. I think he's going to make the team team. So it'd be like, can't wait to see you in Dallas in October. Good luck in Dallas i mean we're rooting for team finland you know what frankly you should make a joke about the team usa defense and how you know the only way they could make it better is if he became a dual citizen frankly oh that would be i mean, I mean there's a, a there's one a, you can work that but like work with Asa, that. can you help us become a dual citizen something like that something like that sure i i was laying it out on a She's Sign she's hand gesturing see. that you stuff you can't see. Maybe we should do a visual podcast someday. <laughs> that's not. That would be terrible. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm like sitting here with my boobs hanging out of my shirt, like. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I definitely it look a little rough, right now. Um, that's how I look every time I come over here. I mean, this is how I'm sitting. (laughs) Look at how much cat hair I have on me. You have a ton of cat hair. (laughs) Oh my god, my cats live with me again, and I forgot how much cat hair was involved (laughs) in my life. And like, I picked up a dress to put it on the other day, and I had not hung it up immediately after taking it off, and it was like, cat hair. (laughs) Right there, next to my face, on my boobs, and I was just like... Okay, watching this. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> the sad part about Marion is that she really likes cats. And she's also very allergic to them. Oh, that's no good. No, it's not. You can read this question to me. Because okay, I don't have an answer for this bullshit. Uh, I mean, this excellent question about ladies hockey. <laughs> some, some of the NWHL players are switching to the CWHL this season. Ideas on how to keep up with their new teams. Um, you answer that. I'm going to get more beer. Okay. So, uh, the CWHL. That was really hard to catch. <laughs> don't, don't hurt yourself. Oh, God. Okay. Um, so the CWHL actually has really great social media, so you can follow all of their teams on social media as well. Um, and then, um, several websites. In fact, there's going to be a new SB Nation site that is dedicated specifically to women's hockey. And today's Slapshot is hoping to increase our coverage of the CWHL as well. So hopefully there's that. Honestly, most of the people who are going over to the CWHL were actually NWHL, or that were NWHL were affiliated, were draft picks. See, while there are a couple that have switched, um, like Amanda Michaela, who is a goalie, um, and she was on the Buttes last season... um, Most of them actually never played for the NWHL. So, but I strongly encourage everybody to watch as much women's hockey as you possibly can because it's really great and fun. And the more viewership they have, the better they can do financially. And we want everybody to succeed. Um, And frankly, the Calgary Inferno has one of the best logos in sports, hands down. I agree. I love the Calgary Inferno logo. So if I had to pick a CWHL team, they're my team. Um, And they actually won the Clarkson Cup last year, too. So, aha! And Shelby Bram's... Uh, it was all based on the power of their logo. It's all based on the power of their logo, and Shelby Bram's sister is on there. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I'm going to ask you this question, because it's a good question for you. Uh, Marty asks, thoughts on how we'll deal with the hand... How we'll handle the losses to the roster. Listen, I don't know if anybody's ever going to be able to replace Jason Demers's rapport you know he's still working out with all the stars, right? I know that he went to a concert with all of them. He, he was, went and saw Coldplay with uh Roussel and Jordy Ben. <sighs> did you see that Trevor Daly was also working out with them in his pens? I did. Jersey. And Vid Fiddler was still there too. I know. I cried a little. I just, I cried a lot. I was like, this is uncalled I I for this is uncalled for it is it's very uncalled for. i had a lot of feelings about it can you imagine just like though like think about it though trevor daly coming back to work out with the stars who've never won a fucking cup like i mean i know the stars the team have but like stars the players right the star yeah yeah like i'm gazing soulfully into Marin's eyes right now like like let's think about this I'm thinking about it and getting very verklempt about it. So you guys like, stop looking at <laughs> me right now. I am too. I'm like starting to tear up. This is so rude. I know. It is emotional blackmail, and I did not ask for it. I know. Um, I I think as far as on the ice goes, we're gonna be fine. I don't think we've lost anybody that was irreplaceable. Yes, I'm sad that Vern Fiddler's not gonna be there anymore because. He was a big off-the-ice personality, Mm -hmm. but he was also one of those guys that just never gave up, did everything you asked of him, Mm -hmm. and did it with a smile on his face because he's happy to still be playing hockey. Yep. And he would take whatever role was given to him because he really loved this team. And that is an attitude I think that we're going to miss. I think he's a locker room presence that they're going to miss, but I think that... The core of this team is still the same. I think Jamie Ben is a pretty a, a strong leader, and I think the guys genuinely like him genuinely look up to him um how much has Jamie Ben grown a as lot, a leader a lot a lot as a leader like, like it's just night and day it is and it's it not is. even been that long it hasn't it's only been three seasons yeah yeah oh i i, I love really this team. i know i really I, a lot of that I think is Tyler Sagan helping him. Break out of his shell, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of it, I think, is just Jamie Ben really stepping up and understanding the responsibility that's been placed on him. Yeah, and um, I so I I think we'll be fine as far as the losses that we've had to face go. Um, I think I, it's going to be an adjustment, obviously, because people. I mean, Vern Fiddler's been there since time began. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was him yeah. and the dinosaurs. Um, but uh, well, he hadn't been there as long as Trevor Daly but whatever, he'd been there for a while, um, and. Colton Sevier, I think we're gonna miss on the PK, but we're we're gonna be fine there. Um, I th- and yeah, Colton Sevier's beautiful face, I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna lot. miss that a lot. I'm gonna miss his dimple. We certainly lost out on the <laughs> dimple count. But you know, Jason Demers really soured himself on me a little bit earlier this summer with some tweets that he. Yeah, I'm a little not over that. I'm a little not over that too. Um. He was one of the All Lives Matter people. He was one of the All Lives Matter people. And I, um, I personally tweeted, added him about it, and I was just like, this is bullshit and here's why. Um, and so I'm not really over that. That was a very poor stance to take when that was happening. Um, but, uh, poor stance. It was a fucking racist stance to take when that was happening, and I, I was very disappointed in him, um, but what are you going to do mm-hmm. um so as far as that like but whatever um i'm i'm so i think that i think we're going to be fine i think that i think we'll recover from this i think that it will be a bigger deal in off the ice relationships and the locker room that it will be out on the ice and i Agreed. think the locker room problems are going to not going to be problems the locker room absences are going to work themselves out because we still have we still have everybody's favorite dad, Jason Spezza. We still have Patrick Sharp. Yeah, and and uh, Dan 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 the defense man is. A veteran too. Yeah, he's been there. He was with Vancouver when they went to the Stanley Cup Final. Like, yeah, and I, so I, I think that I think that what actually, we've I lost might in... want to fact check myself on that one, but I'm pretty confident he was. Uh, with... he's been there. He's a been there for a while. Time. But like, I mean, he's been around a block. He knows the playoffs. He he knows he knows his way around. Yeah. So he's he's certainly. I mean, he's he was definitely with Team Canada. I'm, I'm really proud of the way that you remembered to say use, right? <laughs> By the way, no, I avoided it. I not. I totally avoided oh, that's it. Right. <laughs> 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 (laughs) that's right good job way to go i didn't even notice (laughs) right Mm. that was a good one okay so he was oh no he wasn't he was with the he was with predson when did they make it to the finals 2011 oh no he was with them okay yeah i thought he was but i was like wait i might i really honestly need to fact check although he only played well no he played 19 games in the playoffs okay yeah then he was there the whole time for the most part, yeah. Yeah. Um he was with the natural predators before that. Before that. Yeah. I knew he was with the Preds and the Canucks. I just could not remember he, when he joined the Canucks. He joined the Canucks in the off season between uh, ten and eleven. There you go. Um but Fact check And I was right for once. For once. Uh now as far as emotional losses to a roster, I just went through a very traumatic trade. Um, as you may know, I'm a Manchester City fan. <laughs> Marin is rolling. Right <laughs> I literally did roll my ass. I'm so sorry. You can go ahead and talk about your emotional trauma. I'm here for you. I'm just not going to be able to look you in the face. <laughs> Would you like to hold my hand? Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, right, go. Uh, so I'm a Manchester City fan. In large part because Joe Hart has a fantastic ass. <laughs> And I didn't know anything about soccer, but I knew I myself. <laughs> I did say that, and I would say it again. And I didn't know anything about soccer when I started watching soccer. I had no idea like how the game was played. Real, I mean, I knew like the basics of it, right? Like you kick the ball up the field and you could try to score. But I didn't know like the specifics or the tactics or anything like that, or what made you a good player. But I knew I looked good in sky blue. And I knew I liked guys with nice asses. I mean, honestly, there are worse reasons to pick a team. Right? And so, Joe Hart has been an integral part of my sports fandom since its inception. And he got traded yesterday. Not even within the league, but to something in fucking Italy. I'm very sorry. That's like two more time zones. Are they not kind of like on loner to? No, he's on loan to fucking Italy. Oh, oh yeah, like he's gone. so uh, see, I know what loner is. I thought, okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, no, he's on. He's on loan to Torino. I'm very sorry, sweetheart. Which is in Italy. I've heard that. I've heard that. That's in Italy. I recommend milkshakes. That is that is what I recommend to deal with losses. I recommend, um, well, I mean, have you ever seen Paul Blart Mall Cop? No. <laughs> Why would I have seen Paul Blart Mall Cop? Because peanut butter fills the cracks of the heart. <laughs> you can get peanut butter milkshakes at Sonic. I'm <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Peanut butter is sticky and doesn't come off things very well. Things like your fingers, knives your ass. What? Fills the cracks of the heart. <laughs> Just shove it on in there. Sorry. Um, it looked like she was shoving peanut butter down her bra. It did a little. I'm sorry. Um, my best friend and I are both of the larger persuasion of lady and we say that to each other literally all the time. <laughs> It doesn't matter what food we're talking about, it just fills the cracks of the heart. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we really like that one. It's a good one. Uh, honestly, Paul Mall Cop was not as bad a movie as I expected it to be. I laughed quite a lot of that, and I don't normally laugh at comedies. I'm very hard to believe. There you go.
1: Because Unusual. I'm so angry
0: all the time. <coughs> <clears throat> Unusual Rex from from Marin. Do you want to read this next question? Who do you think is finally going to have a breakout year? So asks Dan, who is not a defense man. man I don't think I don't know the who you are. Man. Uh, Gosh, I really don't know. Um Carolyn, you have a bat in your cave. Thank you for saying this on the <laughs> podcast. Appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> Probably have like eight teams since I have terrible allergies right now. Ugh, that's worse. Um I think it depends, like I think Jordy Ben is finally gonna have a break. Out of here. <laughs> all right, you go with that prediction, honey. <laughs> Jamie Ben's finally gonna get the recognition he deserves. No, that's, that's not gonna happen. No. Um, John oh, Klingberg. Sorry, keep going. He's also not gonna get the recognition. <laughs> well, he might. You know, I was so shocked he came in what sixth or fifth, sixth in vo- Norris voting. I know. I was. I was pretty like, well, all right, let's do some this. Some of you finally do recognize talent. <laughs> let's fucking do this. Um, I think. So, I'm a little torn, to be honest, on Nachushkin. Um In large part because I think to have a breakout year, you need to have playing time. And I don't know where Nachushkin is going to slot, especially with the addition of Yuri Hudler. Maybe he'll just stay in the KHL. <laughs> he's not going to go to the KHL. No, he's not. I know. I am <laughs> I know. I'm just talking shit. But if he can work his... And, and Lindy Roth really does demand that you work your way into a top six role. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not producing, fuck that. You're out. Like, so... Well, and the thing is, he had a top six role for uh, for the, his first season, and then he had that surgery. Yeah. And knocked him out for the second. And then when he came back, he just wasn't performing the same way. Right. And so he never really got that top he never, six yeah, playing time. He, yeah. But then he started getting, he was quite good, I thought, in the playoffs. I liked him a lot in the playoffs. His game was really starting to pick up the edge. Yeah. His I was, speed was there. I was very pleasantly like, surprised. And so if he plays like that in training camp, if he really shows his mettle in training camp, he could earn himself that top six role. And if he earns that top six role, I think it's because he's playing well. And if he is playing well like that... He, he's primed for a breakout year. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with but that. But that's a lot of ifs, so I don't really feel it's, comfortable yeah. saying that. Um, so I think my backup goal go-to would be Matius Janmark. He kind of already had a really good season. He had a good season, but I think he'd do better. Him or um, not NHL-ready Stephen Johns. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, I think I'm going to go with Stephen Johns. You know who's also a good pick? Roddick Foxa. What does the foxes say? Yeah, um, yeah. Ratty foxes. I mean, we have the thing that I really love Fox about the stars. Got no problem making it onto the NHL roster. He's on it. He's done. He's the thing done with that the I AHL. really like about the stars right now is the depth that we have in the organization and the fact that we do have all of these people that are fighting for positions. Because mm-hmm. um, we did not mention a single player that was in the AHL most part, like like AHL at the end of the year, because there's Curtis McKenzie, Brett Ritchie uh Jason Dickinson and Devin Shore all looking for a, an NHL spots next year too. Mhm. We we we're, we're just we've got we're in such a good position. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. So good for me. Um Andrew asks, serious question. Does it make more sense to look for a goalie at the deadline than it does now? If you signed a free agent, I assume goalie? How much would you give them? Well, first off all, I don't think we should sign a free agent goalie. I Absolutely don't think, not. No. So I, that's a moot point. I'm not going to answer that. Um, sorry, Andrew. That's... Bless your heart. Um, does it make more sense? I don't know if it makes more or less, because I don't know what's available right now. I think at the deadline, play, teams are going to be a little more desperate. And, but I think the problem is that the three teams that I would really want goalies from, and that have all kind of been in rumors, uh-huh. which are going to be the Penguins... The uh, Lightning and then the Rangers mm-hmm. are all going to be making a pay- playoff push. Yeah. So are they going to trade who is presumably their starting goalie? But see, I don't think, I don't think that, from what I can tell, it didn't seem to me that the that the Lightning really wanted to keep Bishop around anyway. Well, I think they were willing to part with him, but I, I mean, they're it's not pretty much. To... Cons- pretty much like confirmed that they're asking a lot it is to yeah. get rid of him which means to me that they think he's valuable and he is i mean he was very good for them i would be really happy to get ben bishop on our team so yeah, yeah. and so like i don't think um yeah I, th- I think they're comfortable keeping him and going into the postseason with him because he's obvious well i mean i he's done well in the postseason when he's been not injured injured yeah that poor guy I really felt so bad for him when his poor groin... Yeah. That's what she said. Um... I mean, that had to hurt, right? But, like, I think it makes the most... I don't know. I think Nil is playing it the way he needs to play it, which is, we're not desperate. We're not. And we aren't. And we're not desperate. So... If that means waiting until the deadline to make that kind of move, then that's what we'll do. And I'm fine with that, too. Because I don't want to give up too much for a goaltender. I mean, if we're talking about Henrik Lundqvist, I'd probably give up. I'd give up a lot for Henrik would I'd, vi- I'd give up a lot for Henrik Lundqvist. But if we're talking about Ben Bishop as much as I like him, I wouldn't give up. I, I wouldn't give up for ben, ben Bishop what I would for Henrik Lundqvist. Absolutely not. So... And I feel like the asks are similar. Yeah. I feel like the asks would be similar. Yeah. So... What is the percentage of this? Triple's are high usually. Because I'm feeling very happy. (laughs) Well, good. We've got one last question. Yay! Questions! Let's do it! One last question. Uh, Also from Andrew, his fun question. Oh, okay. What's that? Please list all of the Broadway references the stars will use in game next season. Bored. At least one cannot be from Hamilton. She's making a face at me. Well, I don't... Are there plays that aren't Hamilton? (laughs) I really hope that we make a stars in their multitudes reference. (laughs) That is from Les Mis, and that was not actually how that was supposed to be sung, because it's supposed to be sung by a baritone. But, (laughs) um, I mean, that song is perfect, because it's already using the word stars. Uh, you know it's funny. So uh, my roommate just got the fame, like the remake of Fame on it. <laughs> it was it was not good. It was not good. But they didn't even sing the damn song. Like it was like the credit closing credit song. Oh, you mean the new Fame? Yeah, like the uh, new Fame. That one sucked. It was not good. No, I watched it. It was. I was disappointed. Uh, yeah. With good reason. It was a shitty movie. <laughs> um, I can guarantee you they're going to... I mean, it's not a Broadway reference, but I guarantee you that the new, like, one of the mid-game, like, entertainment videos is from Stranger Things, which I still haven't seen. I haven't watched it either. But I, I guarantee to, you they're going to do that. I need to fix that. Because um, they're I good at to their whole pop culture references. I, I am not doing anything this weekend, and I purposefully planned a three-day weekend to not do anything except for go to Ikea with my dear friend... Carolyn. Woo! And, um, I uh, have already planned to watch Stranger Things this weekend because I need to because everybody keeps talking about it and I still haven't watched it yet, so. So I don't think we can tell you what kind of Broadway references are going to happen this season until the season happens because so many of these come out of spontaneous happenings. I know, yeah, that's the problem. Also, I'm just not well versed on what's on Broadway right now. Like I other than like the classics. I mean I know wicked, but that's about it. Right. <laughs> You're gonna be popular. <laughs> I think I'll try to find gravity <laughs> because I knew you <laughs> I have been changed for good. <laughs> Yes. It's not even our musical podcast. It's are so welcome. Yes. <laughs> you needed that. I bet you all needed that. You did. Uh, and that's all we have for you today. Oh, darn. Now we're going to go watch Star Trek. <laughs> Woo! It's been the payment. Search for Spock. The not so good one. Not as exciting. Um. So anyway, I'm Carolyn. You can find <laughs> me on Twitter at Glassplicity. I'm Erin. You can find me on Twitter at Marinish. And you can find our official Twitter at depart hockey. And you can email us at deephearthockey at gmail.com. You can find our Tumblr at deephearthockey.tumblr.com. I'll bet we update it that frequently. And you can find our blog at deephearthockey.wordpress.com. And that's all we have for you today. Bye! Bye.